Hey, everyone. I am excited to be able to uh, continue the discussion today of the intangibles uh, from our Kingdom Currency series. And I want to get right into it. Uh, But if you're on, be sure to say hello. Uh, If you're catching up, let us know where you're catching up from in the comments. Love to hear from you all. Uh, It's always exciting to to be able to come back and and see the comments from people. So uh, love hearing from you all. So yesterday, uh, Jeff talked about the intangibles and talked about faith and hope and their uh, relationship and how they are, um, I, I guess you could say, mutually supporting because they one feeds off the other and, and they continue to grow and build. And and so there was there was discussion about that. That's what Jeff talked about, and it was really good. He had there was a lot of gold he dropped off to us yesterday, and uh, I really haven't had a, a full amount of of time to be able to get in and, and really unpack all of it with Holy Spirit and and walk through that yet. So uh, if you didn't get a chance to to watch yesterday's uh, broadcast and, and listen to that message, I would encourage you to go do that. It was it was good. And you are going to get something valuable from it. And so uh, check that out. All right. Um, talking about the intangibles. It was. I thought I was going to be going in one direction and kind of got sent in another direction during our prayer time yesterday. Uh, Pepper mentioned the word stability. I don't even remember the context that it is in, uh, but it kind of sent me on uh, this path thinking about uh, the intangible idea of stability and control and really thinking about how much uh, as humans, we love stability and we love control and we think these uh, elusive things are are within our grasp, and and it's it's really somewhat amusing to myself when I start to think about how much control I really have over things, and and so I also started to think, think about uh, think about these two things from a, a kingdom perspective. What does it look like to view stability and control from a kingdom perspective? It's much easier, and I know we would prefer and we would rather to look at these through our own natural eyes uh, rather than viewing them from our co-seated eyes. And and so I started to look at that and and think about these things. And and I know that the topic of kingdom currency doesn't necessarily sound like it fits with stability and control, but um, we have to look at how we are spending our kingdom currency. And if we are trying to spend it on a counterfeit good of uh, natural stability and, and control, then, then we're, we're not spending wisely. And so I, I really wanted to, to kind of explore that idea and, and think about that. What does it mean to, to spend on those things? And, and where is it we really should be looking for uh, stability and control. And, and, you know, listening to anyone define stability and control, we're often going to hear um, preferences. That, that's that's likely what you're going to run into because we all have uh, our own preferences of what we would say is a stable environment or, or what we would say we have control over 
or we would like to have control over. And, and the one thing I do know though, is that stability and control are not values, right? They are, they shouldn't be held onto really tightly. If you're valuing stability and control inside of your own preference, then you're, you're valuing that from the wrong eyes, from a natural eyes, rather than uh, from a kingdom perspective in your co-seated place with Jesus. That is where you should be viewing this from. And these are, these are absolutely intangible things because if you really think about trying to grasp onto uh, stability and control, it's, it's almost impossible. I don't know how we can think we can grasp onto these things. Uh, There's so much that goes on around us that is outside of our ability to be able to stabilize and to be able to control. And so spending currency, trying to uh, uh, have hold of these things, it's not necessarily going to work. Right. And so, you got to think about uh, the kingdom and, and how things operate there. Uh, it, it isn't always how we would prefer things. And sometimes how things operate, we don't even consider. And so really think about stability and control from a kingdom perspective. What does that look like? We know in Hebrews 13, 8, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, uh, today, and forever. There is stability and control. When we go back to what Jeff talked about yesterday with faith and hope, that's where we should be placing our faith and hope is in Jesus. Because outside of that and trying to do it in our own uh, way and and trying to look at the stability and control that we can manifest and, and project through just natural eyes isn't going to sustain us for any length of time. We need to be looking to the stability and control we get from Jesus, his control over things, the stability that he brings, because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I really wanted to be thinking about that and uh, really wanted all of us to be thinking about that and, and how you're spending kingdom currency and I came also across Psalm 62. And so I wanted to read that and kind of get into it uh, because it it talks about where we should be placing our our faith and and how it is that we should be, uh, I'm trying to say this, how we should be um, looking for stability and control. Okay. All right. So let's just get into this. Psalm 62. And I'm going to read this out of the Passion, and then I'm going to jump over to the New American Standard to just read a little bit of that. It says, I stand silently to listen for the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for the Lord to rescue me. For God alone has become my Savior. He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me. For he is my champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me, even when troubles multiply around me? What I like about this is, is David is saying that 
God is his champion defender. He doesn't have to worry about defending himself. He doesn't have to worry about uh, anything that's going on around him because God is defending him. God is bringing the stability and control, even when things look out of control, even when things are destabilized and there's so much coming against you. There, there is no promise that things aren't going to come against you. What there is promise is, is that you have a champion defender. One that will be there for you. But look at these who want me dead, shouting their vicious threats at me. The, the moment they discover my weakness, they all begin plotting to take me down. Liars, hypocrites with nothing good to say. All of their energies are spent on moving me from this exalted place. So the, the energy of the enemy is spent to move you from your exalted place, your co-seated place to get you blinded from the fact that you are co-seated. It says, I am standing in absolute stillness, silent before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my savior and he will not fail me for he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me? Even when troubles multiply around me, God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need for the Lord is my savior, my hero and my life giving strength. Join me. Everyone. Trust only in God every moment. Tell him all your troubles and pour out your heart heart longings to him. Believe me when I tell you, he will help you. So if you catch the the fact that 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 repeats a lot right there in that section, because David is is declaring his faith, right? He's, He's showing who it is that he trusts, and then he is reaffirming his faith in God. Verse 9, before God, all the people of the earth, high or low, are like smoke that disappears like a vapor that quickly vanishes away. Compared to God, they're nothing but vanity, nothing at all. The wealth of the world is nothing to God. So if your wealth increases, don't be boastful. So if your wealth increases, don't be boastful or put your trust in your money. And don't you think for a moment that you can get away with stealing by overcharging others just to get more for yourself. God said to me once and for all, all the strength and power you need flows from me. And again, I heard it clearly said, all the love you need is found in me. And it's true that you repay people for what they do. All the strength and power you need is is found in God. There's stability right there. In in the New American Standard, it's in verse one and two says, my soul waits in silence for God only. From him is my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be greatly shaken. And then when you jump down to verse five, it says, my soul wait in silence for God only. For my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. 
On God, my salvation and my glory rests. This, the rock of my strength, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. I love the fact that in this, in the New American Standards, it starts off with my soul waits in silence for God only. David is making a declaration there saying that, yes, his soul waits. He's patient. He's waiting on God. And in verse five, he says, my soul wait in silence for God only. He comes back around and now he's, he's talking to himself, telling his soul, wait, wait on God, wait on the stability that he brings. Don't try and purchase a counterfeit good through your own strength, through your own uh, uh, trust in yourself. Yes, I love that. Uh, Angie posted that my verse five says, my soul waits in silence for God. Only my expectation is from him. I, I love, I love talking about the word expectation because uh, there's, there's a saying that says we tend to experience what we expect and, and holding expectation that what this says is actually true. That God is your your strength, your your rock, your refuge. Hold that expectation. I, I, I think about what's come against me and in the last week and needing to take refuge in God. There there is a stability and control that he holds over our lives that we cannot produce on our own, right? We can't, we can't look at, at the stability and control we produce on our own and, and, and allow that to lie to us and say, everything is good and calm because it's, there, there is no depth there. This is just on the surface. Things can appear calm. When you start to go deep, they're not. When you start to really explore what is going on, it's not. And you need a place of refuge. That's God. He's there for you. The same yesterday, today, and forever. There is stability and control. Things are going to get crazy around you. There, There's no promise that they won't. Uh, I mean, when you look at this, uh, uh, there is an expectation of, of things getting crazy. When, when you read this, that David knows that. The, the people rising up against him or, or whatever the entity is rising up against you, is going to try to pull you down from that place of glory that God has set you at. Don't let it. Don't let it. Don't spend your your currency on a counterfeit stability and control that is already provided for you. You already have it. You have access to it. Again, access to everything in the kingdom. We just have to understand and realize that, oh, oh, when I'm looking for this thing, it's already there for me. It's already available to me. 
I don't have to want. I don't have to need. I don't have to worry about it. Worrying just allows you to be mastered by somebody other than God. You have access to what it is you need. Yes. Yeah. Verse nine. Men of low degree are but a vapor. Men of high degree are a lie. Together they are less than a vapor and just disappear. Again, trust, stability, that rock that you can uh, stand on and you know there is there is what you need there. It's your place of refuge when things are going crazy. All right. I want you to, to really ask and look at who is really in control. Right. Who is really the stable one that can be relied on yesterday, today, forever? Are you are you standing silently to listen for the one you love, to, to listen for Holy Spirit, waiting as long as it takes for the Lord to rescue you? Are you willing to, to stand in absolute stillness? Again, silent before the one you love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue you. Dig into this. Talk to Holy Spirit about it. We, we pull out all these topics and, and talk about them, but really what we want you to do is take what you hear and run to Holy Spirit with it. And, and have a conversation with him. See what he breaks open for you. All right. I, I hope this topic of, of the intangibles wasn't too far outside of, of what we're thinking about. But I think it's important to look at these things that we think we have a grasp on and realize that we don't. And understand that God does though. He does have a hold of it for us. All right. Love you all. Have a great week.